everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I'm here with Stephen Lawson, who is much better known as Blue Nose B. After covering him for a few months now, it's an absolute honor to get to talk to him. He's just released his newest album titled The Lost Estates, and I'm very excited to talk about it. Stephen, thank you so much for coming on today. How are you doing? I'm fine. It's my pleasure. It's an absolute honor to have you, as I just said. Uh, I've been loving your music over the last few months, so to get to hear all about it is going to be a treat. I know that for sure. <laughs> Good. Yeah, man. Well, like I said, I'm loving the album. Uh, first thing I'd love to know about are all the different genre influences you've got going on here. What for you has gone into this album and what was sort of your inspiration behind its creation? Well, I'm a very lucky boy, and uh, when I was a young man, um, five of my families lived in the same road, streets, I don't know what you would call it, um, and one of them was into rebel music, Irish rebel music, was sure. all about, you know, fighting the English, uh, another one was into country and western, another one was into soul music, and I was personally into Joy Division. Um, oh, okay, okay. And then we had like people into Echo and the Bunnymen. So in the street, you go from house to house and you sure. hear every type of music you can possibly imagine. So I would honestly say I have come across every type of music and I love it all. Would you say that your like overall love for music has made an, a difference in the music that you're making today? Like you kind of try to hit a little bit of everything? Um, yeah, I think. Um, the genres of music, uh, you know, to limit yourself to one style sort of stifles sure. your creative creativity. Um, music is a language, um, and therefore, it's like speaking French, Spanish, uh, German, <laughs> and so on. So, to know a bit about country and know a bit uh, about rock music and so on, it, it, it enables you in a way. I, I fully agree. It totally is a language and you have to speak all the languages by mm -hmm. listening to a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is your second album of the year. And this one heavily focuses on a pretty eclectic mix of collaborations. So yeah. I want to know who are these other talented musicians and what's your relationship with them? Um, well, the major people are Virginia Kettle and John Kettle. And they're from a band called Mary Hell. Okay. Uh, Mary Hell are probably the top folk rock band in Liverpool, in, in England. Sorry. Sure, sure. Um, and they're superb. Have you got me? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they're, they're superb musicians, uh, artists. Um, and John Cattle, who I work with through all the music I do now. Okay. Um, He's same age as me, uh, sort of same sort of pathway to, through music, but he, want, he went on one direction, I went another. Sure. Um, but we trust each other, and it's his wife who sings the songs. And the reason I wanted his wife, I love her voice, obviously, but yeah. she's, she, it's a very sensitive subject we're singing about, right. and she's a very sensitive person. Um, and so she got what I was trying to say, hopefully. Well, she did. She did. Well, I mean, yeah, like I said, yeah, her, her voice on these lyrics is magical almost. There's just very intimate feeling 
Um, yeah. And I and that is actually something that I wanted to talk about as well was the lyrics that are you know featured on this. For those that haven't listened, is there an overarching message that you're trying to get across within this album? I'm a mental health nurse by profession. Um, oh, okay. So I've worked in, I think you would call them projects. Sure. Uh, um, we, we would call them estates. So <laughs> the place where the disenfranchised live, um, the p places where individuals who families and generations of families yeah. have never had a chance. And I, as a mental health nurse, have seen this going on again and again and again. And I wonder why a society that can get people onto the moon can't end this generational cyclical issue. Um, yeah. And, you know, your country more than my own, but mine as well, oh, says that... Fully agreed. Every, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Says everybody has opportunity if they try hard. Well, if you work in mental health services, some people don't have a chance. Right. And, yeah. and that's the message. The message, I've tried to do it from a woman's point of view, which mm -hmm. could be a bit presumptuous, but I used my mum who with the subject of the last album sure. um, as the um, oracle I went through. And I wanted to try and examine her point of view uh, over very sensitive subjects. Right. Um, and hopefully that's what I've done. Well, I think you have. I mean, it, like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep saying it. It turned out great. It's that very intimate feeling, and it feels like someone is singing directly to you and trying to communicate that message. And it is such an important message that cannot be repeated enough nowadays. I feel no. that there's never been a closer eye on the subject as a whole, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of talk and not a lot of action at the same mm -hmm. time. So it's complicated. Yeah. It's complicated to say the least. It is complicated, but it's also simple in a way. Um, <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, when, when the people, you know, up top don't care and they just, you know, say get better, it's not how it works. No, and that's it. And, that, and if you work in those services or you know those services or you right. know those, if you're lucky enough to come out of those projects or the states um, and do better for yourself, you're a very lucky person um, and you should never forget how lucky you are. Um, and I, 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 I'd love to be able in the future. Well, I do. I do. I give back to those communities. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I feel a lot better for it. Nice. Um, and also those communities, can I just say, those communities are valuable. People with mental health problems and people with learning disabilities, I think you call it cognitive impairment and so yeah. on, are valuable people. They provide something to society, even with their vulnerability, that is worthwhile. Right. I, so. I fully agree. It's, yeah, it's, it's a tough one for sure. Um, I, I also wanted to talk about the production side of things. Uh, because it's it turned out fantastic. The mixing and everything can be heard beautifully. There's such a, a wonderful array of instrumentation as well. 
I want to know, did you produce this yourself or did you have outside help in putting the final touches on it? I produced it with John. Okay. Um, lockdown, we've been in a more extreme lockdown in America. <laughs> yes, uh, everyone has. <laughs> <laughs> so um, in a way, although it was pretty horrific, mm -hmm. it helped me a lot. You know, to create two albums in one year was... Um, it was only achievable by not being able to do anything else. <laughs> right, uh, right. And the new technology, which I'm sure you're well aware of, um, meant I could spend two or three days on the drum program and yeah. I could then go, you know, onto a Zoom call with right. John, talk about the guitar lines and so on. And then we'd get the fiddle player in, Neil uh, McCartney, and he'd be saying, well, that's going to clash with this. And um, so the production was done over a long, long time. But if you'd have compressed it into hours, it wasn't um, that long, if you know what I mean. Sure. So lockdown really, really worked for me. Yeah. Um, even though it was horrific for other of people. Of course. No, it really has allowed so many people to finally finish the project that they were trying to start, even even not music related, but really focus on a hobby yeah. and uh, try to bring some amount of joy into their lives. And yeah. you've been very busy. Uh, that's the <laughs> next thing I wanted to talk about. You've been so consistent in your releases. To put yeah. out one album in a year, let alone two, is a huge feat. I mean, seriously, the, the amount of effort and, and organization that you need to have to put out an album is so much work. I don't want to focus too much on the future here because I want to keep the focus on this album, but I want to know what are what are your next plans? What's on its way? Well, I'm glad I do want to focus on the future. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's talk um, about it. Um, th this album is one of a trilogy. So right. the first album is very personal, but very um, widespread because it was about my mum's death. Mm -hmm. um, and then the sec this second album is spoken from another person's point of view. Um, the next album, which I'm two thirds of the way, I won't get it out this year, unfortunately. That's I'd like okay. to take your time. Take your time. It's going to be very, very from my point of view. Uh, not it won't be a global uh, position. It will be my position, and. Although it'll touch on the same subjects, there'll be a little bit more humour in it. In that, um, you know, if you live in those estates or those projects, it's difficult, but communities come together and there's lots of good things that happen in there. So I'll be talking about uh, going for a drink with my friends and stuff okay. like that. And um, there'll still be some dark stuff because the always is. Yeah. Uh, so, what I want to do is I will definitely get the first single out before the um, end of the year. And that's going to be called um, Hoping for Purgatory. Uh, okay. Are you aware of Purgatory? Uh, yeah, I am. Irish, Hoping I, for I, it, though. I don't know about that. <laughs> as uh, a Scouts Irish Catholic, so a Liverpool Irish Catholic. Okay. It's something me and my friends have always said, um, you know, we're not. We're not hoping for heaven. We're not going to heaven. We know that. Sure. But if we can get if we can get to purgatory, we're going to be okay. I love that. That's actually really funny. 
I'm I'm looking forward to that for sure. I'm sure it'll be a great song no matter what. Uh, I mean, let's let's. I'd love to keep talking about it if you're open to it. Are you yeah. going to be looking to experiment in your sound? Are you going to be keeping on those collaborations or how's it going to work? The collaborations are going to continue. Okay. I haven't used uh, the fiddle enough, which is Neil McCartney. <laughs> uh, I, I haven't used um, some of the uh, woodier sound instruments, which, you know, I've started recording this album and to hear um you know balalaikas and stuff going on you think oh god that's gorgeous so um i'm experimenting with wood shall we say okay. uh, and real sounds and i'm going to be singing this album uh so nice. i'm not the best singer in the world however uh i think because it's about me i need to be able to sing it and i think the way I use the instruments uh, with the instrumentalist has to be top draw. I've, I've really got to make it. So every note um, playing again and again and again and again till I can say, well, that's, that's it. That fits that's with it. that note. Yeah. I so, think because you're going to be the lead on this album, you should definitely take your time with it. You know, just do what you think is right and just have yeah. fun with it at the same time. Yeah, and um, once again, we're sort of still in a lockdown, and sure. uh, it's it's I've still got the time to do that, mm -hmm. um, and also I learned to trust technology. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. If, I think everybody in the world now trusts technology because um, you're always slightly dubious: is is that <laughs> going to work? Is that going to work? But we all know it works, right? You know? And. I know. Um, you don't even need to go into a studio anymore, no, basically. No. You can do it in your bedroom. Well, all the drum program, well, most of the drum program was originally done on GarageBand on my phone. Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay, I love so, that. So then we triggered everything, but, I, you know, I'd get the train from, I, I'm in Bournemouth now, I've got property in Bournemouth, and, mm -hmm. but I'm obviously from Liverpool. Um, and if I was getting the train from Liverpool but to Bournemouth, it was about four and a half hours, I could get a drum drum track basically done, send it off to Johnny, trigger all the drums, and it'll all wow. be done in a couple of days. It's we that's beautiful. We trust it. No downtime. I mean, what no. else are you gonna do on a train that long? You know <laughs> yeah. I mean? Might as well get some drums going. Well, you can't even drink on trains at the moment in Liverpool in England, so you can't uh, even get drunk. You just can't get caught. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. how does how does a song start for you? I know you're primarily a songwriter, yeah. uh, but does it always start with the lyrics, or is it all, is it just a random tune in your head? Um, stories. Um, I don't get enough time to read. I don't get enough, sorry, I don't get enough time to read um, novels anymore or mm -hmm. uh, fiction or poetry. I love poetry. Um, but it's stories. I love stories. I love, you know, my, my lyrics are very obvious. I'm not trying to sure. be, you know, I'm not trying to hide things or being a, a, a pseudo-intellectual. They're just stories, and I love stories. I love going into a bar or a restaurant or the library 
and hearing some old guy's story from 50 years ago. Sure. And so that's where it starts from, his stories. Um, so when I'll hear somebody say something, or be one of my own stories, or one of my friends will say, remember when we did this? And then that will trigger a song, and then it, it comes out. Um, so it's, it's really, it comes out in one, but it is, I suppose it's uh, the spoken word that creates it, you know. Um, so yeah, stories. Yeah. Okay. So now that you've been doing this for quite a while now, just making music in general, is there something specifically that you enjoy the most about the entire process from start to finish? Uh, working with professionals, working mm -hmm. with proper musicians, uh, working with people who do it because they love it, uh, who still have passion. Some of them yeah. maybe have been playing for 50 years, but they get that guitar out and there's no half measures. There's no right. messing about. Um, music, you know, I, I'm a, a, a scouser, which is somebody from Liverpool. I don't really speak English very well, <laughs> from, <laughs> but I, I play music pretty mm -hmm. well. And that's my language, is music. Yeah. So to speak uh, and play and talk and analyse and debate songs with people who love it as much as you is a bit of an honour, to be honest. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, just making something from nothing. And then getting feedback on that and people saying they loved it has to be one of the most rewarding feelings in the world. It's fantastic. It's, yeah. um, you know, and and to have somebody who's maybe not a musician say, do you know that line there? Uh, it just struck home with me because that's what I do, mm -hmm. you know, and you think the best. Yeah. Great. It just, I mean, it even feels like so many music listeners these days don't care about lyrics. It's just mm. about how the music makes you feel. So yeah. when someone like that actually stops and listens to what you're saying, mm. that's, yeah. that's a really great feeling. You know, they yeah. related to them and it made them feel good or changed them in a positive way. They probably don't teach enough poetry in schools, but uh, you know, that's my opinion. <laughs> Definitely a looked over subject for sure. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you know, obviously, I know things are tough right now, just with ongoing and recurring lockdowns. But mm. you're building this beautiful discography that deserves to get played live. Is it something that you'd like to do in the future to start playing these songs, or is it something that you have planned? I will do. Um, you will do it. Okay, good. Yeah, I will. I will be doing it. And uh, Austin, hopefully I can do it in different countries because I've realized once again, because of technology, mm -hmm. uh, things are so interconnected now. Sure. Uh, and, you know, you look at your analytics of where you're selling and oh, yeah. you look at your YouTube and so on. And to be perfectly honest, the people who look at my YouTube and the analytics of uh, um, streaming, it's probably New Orleans and places like that. that really? I get it for. Yeah. Wow. I get a lot from England, but it's sure, that sure. sort of area. So I wouldn't mind going there. I'm not saying I'm good enough to play there, but it'd be great to go. That's great. Well, I'll come to you. How about that? I need a trip. <laughs> hey, have you, have you ever been to Liverpool? I've been to London, but I haven't really branched out or I haven't gone farther than that. 
Well, if you ever come to England and you want to come to Liverpool, contact me. I'll put you up and you will have the time of your life. I will. With Liverpool, we, we, we don't consider ourselves Scousers as English. We're sure, a, a, sure. a hybrid of Irish and English. So uh, we, we call it the, the empire of the Scouse lands. I love that. <laughs> Well, don't joke, because I'll take you up on the offer. I yeah, no joke over the world. I'll be there. I'll be there next week. Don't you worry. Yeah. No, no joke. You'll have the time. You're like, we'll look after you. All right, I'll take you up on it. Um, off of this album, assuming that you get to play shows, are there maybe one or two songs that you're looking forward to playing the most? Um, yeah, uh, the, there's a song. Um, it's it's basically got the lyrics my father and i've written it from a female point of view but you know me and my dad had issues as many dads do um and that was a very personal song um that i i wanted to uh i'd like to play live um maybe as a man we don't express our emotions very well sure. you know up front um, and maybe that would say something to me, Dad, that I should have probably said a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be one. Um, I'd also like, there's one one of the singles is called Trundle Trolley Blues, and it's, it's just a love story about uh, impoverished people who are still in love. That, that, that sort of people we might um, dismiss as... Mm-hmm their love affairs aren't as important as rich people's or whatever. And, you know, there's, there's a girl who works in my local 7 to 11 shop. And every I know she's going out with this guy and been in love. <laughs> so I, and every time I go in, she's smiling. It doesn't matter if I go in at 7 o'clock in the morning or 11 o'clock at night, she's still smiling. And oh. I'm pretty sure she's massively in love. So... You know, that Romeo and Juliet uh, story for the poor people is sure, just sure. as worthy for the rich, if that makes sense. It does make sense. It does make sense. I love that. Well, I hope that you get to play these songs live soon enough because they deserve they deserve the setting. People need to enjoy them in a, in a personal setting. Thank you. Um, I've only got a couple more questions for you. But I want to know, obviously, because we're a music blog and we're always trying to recommend music to listen to, is there anything that you've been listening to that you'd like to recommend or even local bands or friends that are also making uh, impressive music at the moment? Well, Red Red Rum Club are a a band who are on the cusp. And um, one of the guys who sang a few of my songs, uh, I haven't released them. He's done a great job. Okay. Uh, But... They're on the cusp of making it, and they're a you know truly great band. Um, the the bands are there's there's a band called the Heavy North. The Heavy North are okay. sort northwestern band rock bands. Love rock music. All right, so, all right. Um, uh, there's lots of bands out there. Um, I'm trying to think now. That's okay. Uh, uh, Michael Kuanuka, who's a, a oh folk yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I've listened to him. He's pretty good. He's brilliant. You know, so that's the sort of thing I'm listening to at the moment because I'm trying to use for the third album uh, more real woody instruments. Those guys are using that. Uh, And I'm interested to see how they're doing it Um, because 
you know, if you listen to Michael live, the way he gets um, uh, uh, untreated acoustic guitar to sound is superb. Mm-hmm. He gets it. It gets it to sound like he's playing in a small room and he's just okay. on his own, but it's still got presence, if that makes sure. sense. So that's the sort of thing I'm listening to at the moment. Nice. I love that. Well, I'm going to check out the rest of those guys, and I hope that those unreleased songs get see the light of day one of these days. Oh, they certainly will. I mean, uh, both songs are great, and one of them he sang is Top Draw. The reason I haven't, release them which is a bit selfish because i've been releasing my own stuff so I didn't sure, take sure. A shot. of course that hey you gotta you gotta have demos you gotta have things safe yeah, 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 when i not feeling as creative for example yeah all right steven i have one more question for you and it's how i like to wrap things up here so for the person that is going to discover you from this and for the person yeah. that is going to listen to your music for the first time what is an opening message that you would like to say to them as they enter into the world that you've created? Um, I love the saying, never judge a person until you've walked a mile in their shoes. Uh, anybody who agrees with that or feels like that should listen to my music because um, tolerance total tolerance we can never know what people have done or what they've been through and right. um, should be accepting of that so that's what i'd say i love that that was beautiful uh steven i cannot thank you enough for taking the time out of your day to make this work i really appreciate it uh, this has been a great conversation <laughs> for everyone else out there steven lawson is also blue nose b and he has this new album called the lost estates Give it a listen. Give everything else that he's made a listen because it's really touching, innovative, and just feel-good music. Uh, I highly recommend it. Thank you so much again for your time. Thank you, Austin. It's been great. I look, Thank you. I look forward to speaking soon, and maybe we'll catch up in person one of these days. Well, you'll have the time of your life in Liverpool. All right. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. Take care. Have a good rest of your day. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.